Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Well, good morning. Welcome to At Home Tarot, where we are once again every day doing a little bit of a um, daily spiritual practice through our tarot here, but also just tapping into our intuition and our energy and letting these universal themes wash over us, having moments of contemplation where we're really feeling into um, what we are experiencing. So welcome. So, so happy you are here. How are you? What are you experiencing today? I know for me, I am, I've actually been recording in my car of all places because while my parents have this beautiful home, it is not very soundproof. And I was chuckling with my, my dad today that, um, everything in the house makes noise. The The furnace clicks in and no matter what room you're in, there's such a loud noise or the fridge kicks in or somebody's walking around and the floors creak and groan. And there's just all of this noise in the house that I'm not used to having a very soundproof apartment and, um, yeah, just some other circumstances. So I have been kind of migrating out to my car. Um, I would do these outside on the deck, but it is actually pretty chilly in the morning. Um, it's minus two, minus three right now in Northern BC where I'm at. And that's just a little too chilly for my hands in the morning and my face. So Maybe one morning while I'm here, it actually will be nice enough. I already did it once. Um, zero plus one, not so bad. But the minus is just a little too cold at, you know, 6 a.m., 7 a.m. when I like to do these recordings. So uh, so that is what I'm experiencing. I'm experiencing adaptability. And I am experiencing a lot of acceptance over frustration because it's very easy and would be very easy to take that out on my parents <clears throat> and to um, try to force control. Um, even my father, uh, where I get a lot of this, uh, was like, well, we can turn off the furnace and we can do this. And I said, it's okay. Like, it's more than just one thing. We can exert control over every noise the house will make. And I don't mind migrating out to the car. I'm looking at our little woods that we have in front of me with with the sun coming up, beaming right on me. And that's absolutely fine. And so um, just really considering um, just how beautiful it is to be in acceptance of things without trying to exert and fix them. I don't need to fix my parents' home so that I can fit into it and that I can record a podcast with less noise behind it. What I need to do is accept that reality and gift myself um, not controlling, 
not trying to maneuver everything to suit my needs, um, but actually um, accept it and then adapt and move into spaces that do support my needs. And I think that's such an important thing, especially if you're like me, where in order to make sure life is okay and our love life is going okay and our partner's all right and we don't have to feel discomfort is exerting control over things that are not meeting our needs. And instead of exerting ourselves and exhausting ourselves like yesterday with the tower, just trying to hold it all together, control everything, um, keep it all together the way we need it together. Um, it is so liberating and creates so much ease to accept that things are the way they are and adapt and find spaces that do meet your needs. Okay, because also my parents don't need that hanging all over their head that um, their house didn't meet my needs of work. Um, because I don't want them to feel shame that their house just is the way it is and they enjoy it, but it doesn't meet my needs. Um, so it, it can be a really a shaming experience to try to exert control over things that are serving someone else um, instead of adapting and accepting what we can't change and, and moving forward and finding what we can do. And so many people, I think, forget this. I know I'm on a rant and we're going to get into this. Um, my, I feel like whatever I say intuitively before we start to check in always has some relation with the cards. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, it can, it, it's so good to show that, to show yourself that you're valuable enough to move into spaces that meet your need without shaming those you love, because this is how we stay connected. Something about this home meets all my parents' needs. And so I don't need to degrade that and change that when I walk into that space. What I need to do is find spaces in that available to me that do meet my needs. And doing my podcast from my car is such an easy, adaptable thing where nobody feels bad about it, right? And um, it's an important lesson if we want to hold our individuality, to attend to ourselves, to um, really root ourselves, but then also stay connected and make sure other people also get what they need and that they are judgment-free of what they have created that meets their needs. So little message, I feel like I could stop there, but we actually have cards today. <laughs> and a self-abandonment card today is the devil. And this really suits that message. I'll talk about it. And the self-returning card today is the nine of cups. So we have the devil and then the nine of cups. So once again, I will point out as I have the last, is it two days? I think this is our third day where there's a major arcana card in our, you know, where we're betraying ourselves or losing ourselves a little bit. And then a minor arcana card in how we're returning. So there's still this energy of we are thinking too big. 
our focus is too energetic. And I hate saying that as a tarot reader, but it's so true. And I accept that, that real life, the day-to-day living will always be way more important um, than living in the energetics because we are human. We are here to be on earth. We are here to be in our daily living. We're here to have lived experiences. And so that's so important. And the lived experiences are what serve the bigger energetic. Okay, so we can take things an hour at a time, a day at a time, a week at a time, and not get too caught up in the energetics. uh, Because it's what we do each day that really build in those seasons. And so once again, that message is coming through. Now it's coming through with the devil and nine of cups. And I think this is such an interesting pairing because the end, they can look very similar. The end result of what we feel with the devil and the nine of cups is getting what we want, getting what we want. Just let that sink in getting what we want. Absolutely. Mm. Now, subtly different energies of getting what we want of that fulfillment. Now, many people say that the nine of cups is about your material fulfillment. And we're going to talk about that. So this might be less about, um, your emotions, although your emotions are 100% at play here. But in terms of what it looks like, and especially in your love life, this is about what it looks like, the material part of any relationship or dating experiences that you're having. So think about things like what you guys own together, how much money you have, Um, if they, if you're dating, it may be things like, do they have a house? Do they have this? There's a rootedness in material with this. Now the devil gets what they want, but it does so through, through control, through old patterning. This is the devil energy is really about getting what we want through being tempted. And that may be tempted in a lot of ways. It's not just, for instance, uh, tempted to do something unethical or make an unethical choice. It's not even really about the choice. Because with the devil, it doesn't feel like a choice. It feels like a pattern playing out. It really feels like we are being tempted into something versus making a, say, a poor decision about something. And those are so close, so close. And that's making an unethical decision about love is the lover's reverse. That's our our card for that. But the devil is about the fact that we keep seeing these things and we keep playing out these old patterns and these old emotional temptations and these 
sometimes that's control in a way where we get what we want. And so this could be things like playing the victim to get what you want. If anyone has ever um, cried to get what they want in a way where the crying wasn't a true emotional experience for them in the moment, um, this is the devil at play. If anybody has controlled to get what they want, this is the devil at play. If anybody has um, threatened someone or I want to say threaten someone with material um, um, fear, let's say fear, you know, it's that idea of, well, what are you going to be without me? Like you're, you're not going to have as much. What's going to happen if, if you go, you're not going to have this money. And that is also the devil, right? Because it's exerting some sort of uh, manipulation, but fear-based manipulation. And the devil just always arises when there's a lot of codependency going on. And there's a lot of old patterning and deep-rooted patterning in order to get what we want. It really denotes getting what we want in a way that isn't true to our soul. It doesn't clear our spiritual channel to be doing these things. Okay. It doesn't bring us a sense of belonging and a sense of, um, uh, a sense of calm and hopefulness. It, it is doing things that actually create more fear. So whatever patterning and behavior we may be engaging in today in order to get what we want, especially from a partner or people we're dating. This is old. This is deep. And it is only leading to more fear and more unbelonging. You know, when we have to control things in order to feel like we belong then the fear becomes, I must keep controlling. That is the only way to feel I belong. And we're afraid, like yesterday with the tower, we're afraid to let go. We're afraid to, you know, stop holding the tower together and let it crumble because we actually, we don't know how we will rebuild them. But there is a chance to rebuild. And so the devil today is asking us to look at how we are denying ourselves because you know what happens when we engage in that is it one, it exhausts our spirit and it weighs on our soul because deep down it feeds the unworthiness machine and critic within us. It says, see, you have to do this in order to be loved in order to have people stay, in order to have someone choose you, you must engage in this behavior. And of course, the devil is lying to you. It's not true. It may play out in some relationships because that has been our foundation. And some sometimes a person doesn't want to join us in that rebuild. 
but it doesn't mean that's going to be there for every relationship. Okay, so watch where you are getting what you want from old ways of functioning, old strategies. Now the nine of cups comes in and it says you can have everything you want through this emotional fulfillment. So I talked about the nine of cups being more material and the devil is as well. It's about excess. Um, So there is a relation with the devil that we often want more than we need um, there and, and that those old patterns really support us getting more than we need which means it's actually not sustainable for everybody. Um, So the Nine of Cups comes in and says that part of what fills us emotionally and fills up that part of us, fills our heart, is actually having access to some material goods. This is kind of that feeling, Nine of Cups is that feeling where because of what you have, you're happy, but not in the same way as the devil. You know, the devil is like, I need to have way more than I need and I need to keep working and it's access of ambition versus like a healthy ambition. Um, It's kind of the devil is the ambition that never gets enough. You get something and you automatically are unsatisfied and think you need more. Um, The Nine of Cups says, oh, I have all this and I feel that emotional fulfillment from it. Sometimes it denotes, and and I want to name this here, it denotes a, a little bit of a falsehood. As in, if I just had these material things, I'd be happy. And it's a stand in for joy, belonging, and spiritual connection in the world. That's the 10 of cups. So the nine of cups is that feeling we get of joy and safety. And we think it's pure um, belonging, but actually it's really just based in the material goods of life. It doesn't mean one's better. It means one is based in material And one is based in values and experiences such as belonging and joy. So I think what this is saying today is two things. One, there's a practice of gratitude that needs to be on the table. Because Nine of Cups is being really emotionally happy with what we have, especially materially. So a lot of your fear, a lot of our fear if you're here and you feel the way I do, is based in the fear of material security. So if you're someone who's like, I do a lot of behavior I'm not proud of when I feel like something threatens my material security, my money, where I live, um, my sense of safety in the world. Um, And that might not even be in question, but if it feels like a threat... I'm engaging in this behavior. So nine of cups is about really healing how secure we feel and actually how abundant we feel in our material security. And that when we start to heal and fill up emotionally 
with things like gratitude and a big one, appreciation. An appreciation practice has changed my life. Gratitude, you might say they're the same, but for me, appreciation felt different. It felt like something I did out loud. It felt like something I did towards things um, versus a gratitude practice, which felt very inner. So the nine of cups is very out loud. It's, it's, it's very much about bringing in your community. And so really gratitude or appreciation practice of what you already have, how you already fulfill your material security in the world, and really seeing where you've gotten what you've wanted. So instead of us always thinking about what we want, how have I gotten what I wanted? How do I already have access to what I want or need? It's like me in the car today. I have access to what I need on a material plane. I have my car I can sit in and do this podcast when the house is very noisy. So there's a, an appreciation that, oh, I already have everything I need. I have access to what I need materially, physically in the world. And so I think there's just this beautiful message today about seeing where we can get what we want, where we can get what we need, but in different ways. One is about exerting control, old patterning, fear tactics, manipulation of others to get what we want or need in terms of our physical and material existence. You know, so it's like if I need sleep, that's still a very physical thing. If you need space, that that's also so much of what we need. We can think about, you know, the physical or material manifestations of that. And then the nine of cups comes in and says, what do you already have access to? Actually, what do you already have that you can appreciate and move towards in order to get what you need? And is there a community that also has what you need that you can lean on? Because there is a nine energy here. And sometimes there's people in this card. Um, and so it really is about that um, out loudness of what you need. But in a way where you already see what you have access to and that we can let that fill our cups rather than the devil, which really fills our cup with falsehood. Like deep down, we feel that this isn't real. It's created on a foundation of sand that's just going to wash away at any moment. That's that's the devil. The nine of cups is is rooted in our heart. We know in our heart we can always get what we need. We can find our access to it. And that we don't have to participate in old patterns to really fulfill what we need emotionally and materially. So isn't that a big message today? I actually had pulled some cards yesterday for today and something felt off every once in a while I choose cards and I feel like they're a direct message for me 
And so I often will then put them back and, and reshuffle. So I'm really glad I did because this actually felt really potent for today and my experience this morning. Um, I could have guilted my parents into being silent and making their home silent, but that would have been, that would have made me feel um, not good about my sense of belonging and their belonging to, to, to each other. And instead I went and I sought what I already had to fulfill that need. So I just love, love when that happens. I hope you find something in this. This feels like another big message today. feels like we've been getting some big stuff around our relationships and, and our needs and, and this big energy versus what it looks like day to day. It feels so good. Let me know how the last few days have really, um, struck you. Um, my DMs on Instagram are always open. I would love to hear from you or feel free to write a post or a story and tag me in it. I would love to see it and share it with, um, other audience members along on this journey. Um, yeah, thanks for being here. I guess I will see you tomorrow, probably from the car again. Until then have a, oh, just a appreciative day. And I will see you with, with my tarot practice tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.